Hello and welcome back to the Rot Podcast. Uh, this is episode eight, our special episode with the candidates that are running for student government president and vice president um, positions this fall. Before we get started, I want to lay down a few things. Um, I understand that most of you are new listeners because you are, you know, hearing this episode uh, for the purpose of gaining a better understanding of the candidates, and that's okay. Uh, my name is Will Bones. I host a podcast here on Campus at Liberty called The Rot Podcast. It usually happens at the Rot, although for this extremely extraneous circumstances that we're facing this semester, unfortunately, that's not happening right now. Obviously. Um, but yeah, and so I host a podcast about dreaming and doing and chasing dreams with action. And so um, here we have on this special episode in the special SGA week, uh, the three campaigns. We have six people um, that we're interviewing that are all hoping to make uh, office this fall. And so before I get uh, further into the actual interview, I do want to lay down some things um, Number one, this will be a longer episode, um, so it's not a typical episode. The structure is, you know, special because we have six people that we're interviewing. Um, so that's the first thing, uh, and I, you know, I want to keep this as e- as an, even as a playing field as possible. Uh, so therefore, you know, each campaign is the same amount of time, and there's the same three questions that we're asking each campaign. Um, and those three questions are: number one, what made you go for it? Number two. What's your niche? Number three, what's your dynamic? And those are the questions that we're asking you know, every campaign. Um, and then again, uh, the order of these candidates and the order of you know, the campaigns I have here uh, in the following few minutes, there are no order whatsoever. Um, you know, I just want to put that out there as well. Uh, it's just the order that, you know, came to me. So, uh, here they are. And I want to give a huge thank you to, you know, everyone who made this possible, whether at SGA or the candidates themselves for being willing to talk. Um, and my hope for this episode is that you will come out of it, um, maybe learning a little bit more about a candidate or a campaign that you were hoping to support. Um, and maybe that, you know, swung you to make a decision for, for voting day, which is April 15th. I believe, um, you know, and that's my hope. Uh, or maybe, you know, maybe you don't know anything about any of the candidates or any of the campaigns. And so now that you, now you do know a little bit more. Um, and so that that's my hope for for all of you that are listening. So again, my name is Will. I'd like to welcome you to episode eight of the Rot podcast. And I'd like to thank our six guests, uh, Constance and Joel, Solomon and Andrew and Corey and James. So thank you guys um, all so much. And here we are without further ado um, to episode eight of the Rot podcast. Welcome back to the Rot Podcast. Uh, we have an awesome episode ahead of us where we interview all of the candidates for the presidency and vice presidency. Uh, so today with me here, I have Constance and Joel. Uh, thanks so much for being on. Yeah, we're so happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us, Will. Yeah, for sure. So let's get right into it, I guess. The first question I have is what made you go for it? Uh, what happened in your mind? Like, did you always know that you're going to be pursuing this position or like what happened with that switch? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, both me and Joel have kind of different stories when it comes to just specifically SGA. Um, I personally have been involved since freshman year. I was in the House of Delegates my freshman year. I was pumping out bills left and right, trying to get free laundry, trying to get open dorms and stuff. Um, unfortunately, none of them actually made it through. But um, my sophomore year, I also helped out with recruitment in SGA in the executive branch. And then this year, I've been serving as the director of community engagement. Um, and Joel's also been in SGA, involved in SGA for the past year too. 
Um, but I guess what the moment where we, like we both kind of realized it for me, it's, it's a little bit of a different story since freshman year, I've been helping out with elections every single year. Mm -hmm. Um, and so in the back of my mind, it was always kind of there, you know, people would come up to me and say, Hey, like you're next. Right. And my response would be, I I don't know about that. That's a big job, a lot of responsibility that is like hard work. And in my mind, I was just like, it's not me. Like I'm not cut out for that. Um, but as like time went on, the closer I got to working with the actual president, vice president, um, Derek and Esther, I realized that there's a lot to SGA that I've seen that I've experienced that I think I could actually bring a lot to the table when it comes to leadership in SGA. And I think same with Joel, he, um, even though he's been in SGA for a year, he understands like exactly what SGA is, how it works. And it's, I've been very impressed just like the wisdom and the understanding he's brought to the table too. Um, so when that, I guess the moment where we both realized it was we actually had a friend that texted us and they're like, Hey, have you thought about running for, you know, junior class president? And then she texted me and she says, have you thought running with, I thought about running with Joel, I mean, JT. And I was like, I don't know who JT is. Cause I, I call him Joel. I don't call him JT. Yeah. yeah. So I was about to respond to her. And then I, and then I saw Joel texted me and he's like, Hey, did you get a text from so-and-so? And it clicked to my mind. And I, and for so, like the first time in my whole entire time at Liberty, I felt peace about it. And I was like, wait, Joel's my best friend. Like I could do this with him. Like there's nobody else I want to do it with. So True. for me, that's when it clicked and we both prayed about it for weeks. Um, finally came to the decision. And then last semester, we just had been brainstorming, praying and, and figuring out what, what we want to see next year in the administration. So, so. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and then kind of moving right along. Um, I guess my second question is like, I, so I think every human has like something like just special about them, about their passions that makes them like unique in that aspect. Um, like mine through the raw podcast is dreaming big and, and pursuing those dreams with consistent action, helping others, um, through that. And so, um, I guess what's, what is yours like through this, um, like, like what are your passions that make you like unique, um, you know, in this like presidency, vice presidency in this campaign? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can answer that. Um, I think I'd probably just start off by talking about just like the idea of like really just the motivation for me being that I feel like wherever God has called us to be, um, that is the place where we should want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, so both Constance and I believe that like Liberty is the place God has called us to be, but I don't want to go four years just being at Liberty, um, where I'm only just receiving from all the amazing opportunities that I have without ever giving back. Um, and I think that's something that really motivates me because through my life in every situation I've been in, I want to say, what am I doing to actively give back? And SGA is just another platform for that. It's not a popularity contest, not uh, just like a resume builder. My major is biomedical sciences. It's, it's actually not law, not politics, not anything with government. Um, but I love liberty and I love the place that I'm in. And that's why I want to make a difference there. And I think one of the niches that I'd say that, that I think is really important is asking yourself, where does the motivation for change actually come from? And I think today we have really two extremes. And on one extreme, it's the idea of like, man, like I just dislike a lot of the things that, and where I'm at. So because of my hate or because of my dislike for things going on, I have to change things. And so it's like either we completely throw something out, you know, kind of cancel culture, we cancel it, or we're on the side where we're like, oh no, everything's great. We can't acknowledge any flaws. Liberty is the, is the best place ever, you know, which obviously I, I love Liberty, but at the same time, I think there's a middle ground uh, that's healthy for us as believers where we say, you know, 
if, if I care about the people in the community that I'm in, then I care about the burdens that God has for certain people that might be struggling, that might be hurting within that community. So we do want to enact changes. We do believe that liberty is a great place, but the changes that we're enacting are based from a position of love for the place that we're in and, and not another motivation. Um, so one of the things you even mentioned on your last podcast with Lee and Macy that I heard that I loved was you were saying like you were reading a book recently and you saw like the quote that said, um, I think it was a dream without any action is just a, just a wish. I think yeah. that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's awesome because one of our, so our main three points of our campaign are identity, continuity, and community engagement. Um, and that's where we're saying, okay, so we have these ideas, we want to make change, but um, and we can get into those more, but that's kind of where it's like, okay, this is where the rubber hits the road in terms of practical stuff. Here. Sure. Yeah. Thanks so much. Um, yeah. And I guess my last question then, um, just, I'm, I'm so sad that, you know, it's, it's so short, but, um, with the presidency and the vice presidency, uh, with that position, there will be another episode that'll be, you know, full length, but, um, yeah, so I guess my last question here is, um, what does your dynamic look like uh, between you two? I, in administrations past, um, wh- whether it be with um, Jake and Derek or Derek and Esther, um, they have just showcased incredible um, just work and productivity, but have, has come out of a place um, where they just have a really good relationship. Um, so I just want to know, like, just tell us and tell the people that are listening, um, like, what that looks like, like, just w- a little bit about your relationship. Yeah. Um, so like I said, me and Joel, we've been best friends since freshman year. Um, and we're both very different people though. And I think in the best way we complement each other very well. Um, Joel is, uh, he has big dreams, big visions. He's very creative. And so we'll be sitting in a meeting and he'll be like, Oh, well, what about this? And like, he'll, he'll dream something. And, and I'm, um, I think some, in some ways I'm actually the same way I can have big dreams, big ideas and, and want to strive for that. But I, I also think I a little bit more practical when it comes to next step, let's plan this thing, um, start to finish. Let's, or like my, I remember our first meeting, I was like, let's organize this campaign. And so I like even drew out a structure. I was like, okay, candidates, campaign manager, directors, like, and then, so like it, for me, I'm visual, I'm practical. I can also see that sense of a big dream. Um, but Joel has a lot of creativity. Um, he's very well-spoken. He's very, much of an in-depth thinker and so um there'll be times where i get ahead of myself and i'm like oh let's do this this and this and this and he's like wait a minute wait a minute let's like take a step back and let's talk about this um there's other times where i'm that person too and so i think we complement each other very well in that sense but also just in how much we care about each other i mean we have been very close for many years and it's just i don't really think i don't think i could go through something like um taking on the burden of leadership which is something to be taken very seriously um and i think it's something that requires a sense of like care for your school and care for your environment and not just wanting to get a position. Um, we both talked about it. He's a biomed major and I have two majors and so we're busy enough as it is. And so um, there's no way we would just randomly choose, oh, let's just run for student body president so we can have a title and be popular. Yeah. Like that's not what we're about mm-hmm. um, as friends and as students here is because we love our school. And so um, our, our dynamic is more of a partnership where we love and care for each other, but we also will call each other out. We will um, talk to each other about places where maybe I'm wrong or maybe he's wrong and we'll reconcile that. Um, and of course it's a growing experience too. So me and him are not perfect right now. Like we don't have everything figured out, but I do know that we have a good step. Like we are one step ahead already because we know how to work with each other and we're already good friends. And so, 
um, that can only bring about good things next year. So I'm really excited to work with him. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Uh, just both of you for your time. Um, yeah. And as this, you know, campaign rolls around, um, you know, we'll see, you know, how it ends up, but I'm just so excited, uh, for both of you, um, just, you know, with this campaign. So thank you guys so much, um, just for being on, um, and just for your willingness to, to share a little bit about yourselves. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thanks, Will. All right, guys, welcome um, back. We're moving along um, on the Raw Podcast in this super special episode where we get to uh, interview all of the candidates for president and vice president for SGA. Um, so now I have with me Solomon and Andrew. Um, Solomon and Andrew, thank you guys so much for being on. Thank you, Will, for having us. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, again, uh, just to kind of uh, reiterate, I have three questions um, for every candidate. Um, and so we'll just kind of, you know, answer those and, um, you know, keep it even with time and, and we'll be good to go. So my first question for, um, for Solomon and Andrew is, <clears throat> um, is I guess just like, what made you go for it? You know, like, is this something that, um, you've been, you know, seeking out for quite some time or is this a switch that happened in your head sometime or, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Well, well, um, kind of a little bit of background. I've been in the SGA house of it gets now for about three years. Um, and I am very passionate about government, very passionate about politics, and very have a strong belief that Christians need to be more involved in, in governmental affairs. And so as I've kind of served in the Student Government Association at Liberty for about three years now, I've kind of seen some of the issues and some of the positives and kind of been really uh, directly involved in, in the process of students really making a difference on our campus. And so um, I guess you could say it kind of happened maybe about a year ago where I just was was kind of frustrated with kind of the things I saw in SGA and, and kind of how, you know, the process worked and how some individuals weren't, you know, representing the students accurately and how we weren't really in an in a, in effective and an efficient body. Um, and so I was very passionate about kind of making a difference. And about last semester, I kind of made my team and, and, and definitely decided to run for student body president. Um, and our kind of platform is that we believe that kind of we need to inject new blood into SGA. Uh, we also need to, to keep the promises that, that, that we've made. Um, and I think we've seen past uh, SGA presidential ad administrations um, kind of not effectively truly carry out a lot of the of the initiatives that they stood out. And so, you know, me and, and I think Andrew can also, uh, you know, elaborate on this later, but me and Andrew, we love Liberty and we, and we really are passionate about, you know, in enhancing the students' experiences on campus, whether that be, you know, improving dining options or elevating our sports programs and the experiences that are correlated with that, um, or whether that's, you know, be true, you know, hearing the students and what they would love to see on campus and a plethora of different things. And whether that be fixing the transportation system or whatever that may be. And so we really are passionate about hearing the students, working with the administration and President Falwell to ultimately make Liberty's on-campus experience even greater than ever before. Yes. And if I may add to that, I'm yeah. Andrew Looker. I am, yeah, I'm in my second year of being in the house second full year of being in the house of delegates and i've just i love liberty university i've been attending here the past three years for my undergraduate degree and i just want to allow liberty university especially the liberty university student body to achieve their full potential and i want to work with solomon 
and use my legislative experience as well to help craft policies that would better the experience for our students. And we, I have written policies such as the common area sign-up policy, which allows you to go to your own common area um, to do homework that was adopted by the administration at the beginning of this year. I've also written policies to keep Garbanzo open on the weekends to um, uh, get rid of the 50 cent fee for the spicy Thai broth at Star Ginger and to allow you to use your plus wipes more frequently. Like if you go to the rot, then the, you can use a plus wipe within that one hour period. And all of those, even though they haven't been adopted by the administration yet, have been signed into law by President Rocky. And I just want to build on the legislative experience by just changing things up and increasing the pace of the legislative process. We are running on a platform of bringing back bus 70, of increasing funding for our tailgates as a proper homage to our great and increasingly growing sports culture. We're trying to um, reform curfew policy even further, allowing you to go out to your own common area for additional reasons. And we're trying to bring additional dining locations on the campus, such as the Chipotle, either bringing Chipotle directly to campus or allowing the one off campus to accept claims cash. We are trying to bring a, um, an In-N-Out burger to campus. And we also want to bring a Krispy Kreme, preferably to North Campus. These are things that I think can unite the entire student body, regardless of their um, political differences, regardless of where they come from, regardless of who they may naturally support in the campaign if we were not running. We just want to bring attention to the issues, not talk about vague promises and not follow through when we are elected as some people. Not, I would, I'm very pleased with, as, as is some of what Derek Rocky has done this year, but in just prior years, some people have not put their mind to their promises they made on the campaign trail once they are sworn into office um, from stories that we've heard. And we just don't want to repeat that. We want to be the most effective administration in student government to date. And we want to implement the policies that we run on. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, moving right along um, to the second question is, uh, what's your, um, what's your like niche? Like, I believe that every, you know, human has, you know, passions that, you know, make them unique um, to who they are. Um, like with me and my podcast, it's really helping people, inspiring people and chasing dreams with consistent action. And that's something that's special uh, because it's, it's my passion and that's unique. Um, so uh, just kind of, you know, moving it along, like what is like your like specific passions that you will bring into um, the administration? Sure. I mean, I, I guess I'll start. I mean, again, I am very, very passionate about politics and Christians being involved in government. And so I will kind of apply those beliefs into the SGA atmosphere uh, by being very, very bold, very upfront and very um, ambitious to truly accomplish, you know, some of the policies that Andrew just outlined earlier. And so, and, and, and I'm also a very, you know, sociable, relatable down to earth person. And I also think that, that that kind of lifestyle and that belief definitely will translate well uh, when interacting with students, when interacting with the administration to truly incorporate, you know, a lot of the policies and a lot of the initiatives that, that, that we want to bring on campus. And again, as I, you know, uh, emphasized earlier, is that you know me and Andrew, both of us, we love liberty, we love the students, and so we can kind of bring our 
our talents and our skills and our passions and harness those for the good of the student body. And kind of one main thing also that I think kind of, you know, points to your question, because I would honestly love to truly build a close relationship with President Powell. I think that is, that is key and pivotal in truly accomplishing a lot of our goals and enacting true meaningful change on Liberty's campus. And so I think being bold and being honest and being truly, you know, ambitious enough and, and always driving yourself to accomplish what you set out to do and always try to, to truly accomplish the things that you promise the student body and and i think that ultimately you know will not only be seen by the students who ultimately respect the executive branch respect sga and truly feel pride in who they've elected and who the student government association really is on campus and be you know absolutely you know inspired by the changes and the improvements that you're truly implementing on campus for them and the experiences that they'll live on a day-to-day -day basis on Liberty's campus. Sure, absolutely. And uh, unfortunately for uh, time's sake, we have two minutes left, so we're gonna have to move on to the last question, but Andrew, you can take this um, question if yeah, you'd yeah. like, absolutely. Um, and that is, what does your relationship dynamic look like? Um, like, you know, between you two, we've seen in the past incredible relationships between president and vice president. Um, so what does your relationship look like? Take us a little bit into that. Well, we have known each other. Um, well, we've been in contact with each other the past couple of years, but we've really gotten to know each other, um, since the beginning of last semester. And we've been, in, we've been working closely with one another in student government on a variety of issues and a variety of important pieces of legislation. We've also been in two different classes with one another. And just the more we get to know each other, the better the, um, the better our friendship grows. We've just been able to um, talk about politics. We've been able to talk about the situation at Liberty. We've just been able to crack jokes with one another. And just, um, we, it's just a very solid relationship that we hope to carry in to office when we win this election. Because um, we think that the better that you're able to work with the person you're running with in a campaign, the more effective your legislative abilities are going to be. And we have a very strong relationship. We see eye to eye on the vast majority of issues, and such as expanding dining options and bringing back Bus 70 and working with President Falwell. And we also um, try to establish relationships throughout campus um, through people that we know through student government from various classes. And we also just want to use social media outreach to not only not only during this campaign, but after the election, um, through the legislative process, we want to use social media to bring attention to Liberty University students of different legislative matters that are pending in student government to increase civilian participation and to make student government from the bottom up representative of the people. And we think that the friendship that we've, that we've had for the past couple of years, but we've strongly developed since the beginning of last semester will be the perfect balance in order to do so. Absolutely, yeah. Um, thank you guys both so much um, for your time. Um, I'm heartbroken that you know this conversation has to be so short, but uh, my hope is that um, if you to make it into office, then we can have this conversation at a full length dialogue for a full episode. So um, I thank yeah, you guys so much. Thank yeah, you. yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah. you for having us. Yeah, no problem. All right. Thank you. Have a great one. Thank yeah. you. 
All right, uh, to everyone listening, um, well, welcome back to, you know, the last interview of, you know, the three for the candidates for the ROP podcast. Um, here I have with me James Nyberg and Corey Jones uh, running for president and vice president, respectively. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I just want to get right started into here. Um, and so my first question, I guess, is what made you go for it, like for presidency or vice presidency? Like what made you run? Um, so, Will, um, before you actually brought us on this podcast, you were talking to us a little bit about um, your inspiration, why you actually started doing something like this. And so you said this is something that you thought about for a long time. Then you decided to just do it because there are a lot of people in this world that talk about doing things. Um, but there are a few people that actually stand up and make a difference and do those things that they've talked about. And so that's one of the main reasons why we decided to take the stand this year. Because James and I, along with many of the people um, that are with us in this battle, um, have had certain things that we've seen in SGA that we've wanted to change. And so it's easy for us to sit on the sidelines, sit back and say, well, we would like to change this about SGA and that about SGA. But it's completely different whenever you're actually taking a stand and going into those offices and putting your name out on Front Street and saying, I'm going to be the one to make that change. So that's one of the things that uh, James and I have looked at. And we've, it's really motivated us to actually be a part of the change that we've wanted for so long. And um, I'll say this one thing also. Um, there are a lot of people that are just like James and I. Who have complained about SGA, who have said that they wanted to change things about SGA. And so to those people on Liberty's campus, which I believe is a large portion of students on Liberty's campus, we are your ticket. Uh, we represent your values and we represent what you want us to represent. And so, you know, we have, we're running against some great people, I will say, from both other campaigns. And we've made this campaign about what we can do, not what they can't do. And, uh, but I will say with, with respect to our opponents, so all of our opponents are, are um, they've had a, a lot of experience in SGA, working in the executive branch and the legislative branch. And they're also promising to bring change in the same way that I, that myself am and, and James is as well. Um, but I will say to the voters out there, um, the, the individuals that we're running against, as I say, they've been to the legislative and the executive branch, and they've had chances throughout the course of their liberty tenure to make change in their capacities of leadership. Well, if they haven't made the change that they've wanted in those capacities, then what makes you think that they'll make the change if they're elected as president and vice president? So James and I have not been in the executive or the legislative. We've been in different parts of SGA. Like for me, I've been in the judicial branch um, doing uh, traffic court stuff. And James served a small time as, as election commissioner. And so we haven't been a part of uh, positions of authority where we've had the chance to actually change and impact culture. And so for those that actually want to see change on Liberty University's campus, we will provide that change. Absolutely. Yeah, and so um, for me, you know, I, when I came to Liberty University, um, I was in instantly attracted to that message of training champions for Christ. And, you know, this university has been founded on the belief that God applies to every aspect of our life. And us knowing that truth is not enough because it only is, has meaning knowing that truth when you live out that day by day. Um, and so just like Corey stated, we've, we've seen problems within the culture of student government, and we've also seen um, us sort of derail from that um, foundation on which we believe we're based. Um, and we believe that, you know, this, the Bible provides a informed perspective on all aspects of reality and behavior 
um, and we want to um, completely use that use that uh, message to um, go into student government and make that positive change. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, <clears throat> and then moving along to uh, my second question is um, kind of like, for lack of better terms, um, like what's your like niche? Like I believe that every you know human has special passions that are unique to them, um, and that's really what makes you know them special and you know their drive. Um, and so, what are yours as a um, you know as candidates for president and vice president? Yeah, so, yeah, I'll, so I'll, I'll start, start with this one. one. Um, so, so, so for, for me, me, you know, you know I came to Liberty University, University with, with uh, you know, kind of the similar beliefs that I do now, now but, but I, I didn't, didn't have the have foundation, foundation or the, uh, uh, the really the substantive um, aspect of that, that uh, when I came to Liberty. Um, and I found through, you know, a lot of the God-investors and mentors that I've had and friends that I've been challenged to encourage to grow, and that's kind of developed a passion for me for those values and teaching those values. Um, and, you know, I've taught, I've worked as a teaching review session for the last call government 200, so it's a constitutional government free enterprise with Dr. Don. And, you know, she teaches a lot of the four foundational principles of which our nation was founded, and really liberty was founded on kind of kind of surging that. I found that passion through teaching those um, principles, but I'm passionate about the ideas themselves, and, um, how I believe they're relevant to, to our lives, how they're applicable. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that, uh, that same question. And so I came so I to Liberty University for similar reasons, reasons that James has, has or, or he did, rather. rather. And, um, and, you know, him and I are very, very similar people, but we're different at the same time. And so one thing that I'm really proud of, for instance, um, is taking stances on issues that some people take stances on. I'm also interested in standing up for people that other people stand up for. And so, so um, that, that sort of comes through my experience in life. I mean, I can just say from my life, you know, early childhood and middle school going to, um, you know, not, not uh, great schools in terms of the environment. People were very negative and putting myself down and friends that I hung out with down. And uh, that, that translated into high school as well. And so I've always looked at people that have been on the receiving end of different types of character attacks and things of that nature. And I wanted to stand up for people that don't have a voice for themselves. And that's sort of what uh, my father's background is as well, actually. So just a little, back, a little bit of a background on us. My father actually uh, pastors a church in the inner city in Fort Worth, Texas. And, you know, he's had a lot of opportunities to go to bigger churches, to more wealthy areas, I suppose. Um, but he hasn't wanted to do that. The reason for that is because he's wanted to take a stand and stand with people who don't have other resources, who don't have other influences in their lives. And so for me personally, I actually want to stand in the gap there and do the same thing and follow uh, the leadership of my father and my own personal life. It's one of the reasons why I want to go to law school, for instance, and practice uh, criminal law. It's something that I'm very passionate about because I want to stand up for people and advocate. Um, I want to stand in the gap for people whenever they need something explained um, for their lives and someone to advocate on their behalf. And so that's something that I'm extremely passionate about and also standing up, as I said earlier, for 
um, issues and taking stances on moral issues for other people aren't willing to stand for. Like I've, uh, I, I remember in high school, I was, I was really big in politics and actually had one of my friends tell me one time, you know, there are a few things that you never want to talk about if you want to keep friends. That's money, religion, and politics. And to that I say, why? Why should I not talk about those things, especially politics and religion? Those are some Those of the most, most important, important things that we have in our lives. lives. And if we if can't we can actually take a stand and raise our voice on some of the most important issues, then what are we what doing? Are we doing? And so, so um, um, you know, I'm willing, really, really James and actually, we're both willing to share our opinion on issues that most people are unwilling to share their opinions on. So those are our issues in my industry, for lack of life Yeah, and I agree that saves us, redemption is comprehensive. And when God saves our souls, he doesn't leave our minds just to He's redeeming our whole entire um, and then there's just new direction for our thoughts, our mind, our will, and our habits. And we believe that um, as a Jesus Christian to take moral stance and our core Christian values. And we believe that student government actually needs to take a role in that as well, especially when you're being called in a leadership position. We don't think we're ever called to sit on the sideline or um, not to stand on that, but we believe that. Sure. Yeah, thank you so much Yeah, for that input. Um, and then my last question here, um, just in our last minute and a half of, of time that we have, um, is what does your dynamic look like, um, your relationship dynamic between president and vice president? In administrations past, uh, we've seen some incredible relationships between, you know, whether it be Jake and Derek or Derek and Esther, um, just some incredible dynamics there. So just uh, take us a little bit into just your relationship with you two. Yeah, so uh, Corey and I um, are both going to go to law school. So uh, you can imagine two people that want to go to law school, two lawyer, future lawyers, uh, we're always dating back and forth. Uh, you, you would think on the outside um, that we don't agree on anything because we're only, we only talk about the things we disagree on. Um, but, we, but when it comes down to the core of it, we really do um, hold the same, same core values and worldview. Um, in perspectives, um, but it's sort of like a very challenge, like we challenge each other. We challenge each other to grow, um, to continuously be learning, seeking new information. Um, and I've, you know, I've changed my views on a lot of things because of the way that Corey's challenged me. Um, and, you know, I've tried to change his views on some of the things too. <laughs> well, I'll say one last thing to echo off of what James sure. has stated. Um, in the last few seconds that we have. Um, yeah, whenever a lot of people take time to hang out um, outside of school, they typically go to sporting events or, or play video games. And we do that to a certain extent as well. But the vast majority of time that James and I spend together, we do actually spend debating and challenging each other in our views. And so I think that does provide an interesting dynamic and one that the university student body can actually take from. Because both of us are constantly bouncing ideas off of our heads. And if we're willing to change our minds between each other, we're also willing to hear uh, concerns um, and suggestions from the university and the student body and also change our mind whenever they want us to as well. Sure. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have. Uh, my hope is that, you know, if you guys get elected into office, uh, we can have this full length dialogue, uh, which would just be incredible to, you know, get to know you a little bit more. But um, thank you so much just for your time and for being on. Absolutely. Thank you, Will. We really appreciate uh, the time. You've yeah. yeah. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it. 
And those are all the candidates. If you made it this far, congratulations. Uh, I am thoroughly impressed. It was a very long episode. Um, but thank you guys so much uh, just for listening and to the candidates and uh, election day when you can go out and vote for the campaign that you want to see in office in the fall that is happening on Wednesday, April 15th. So it is next Wednesday. If you're listening to this this week, um, so go ahead and uh, keep an eye out. I'm sure there will be something in your Liberty email. If not, there's definitely going to be something on Liberty USGA's socials. Um, that is the Instagram for student government. It is Liberty USGA. You can go vote from there. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. And this was episode eight.